I'm afraid to believe. When we talk about the Great Reset, about what I'm proposing in my Build Back Better agenda. A new world order. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. The new Flat Earth International Conference. How dare you? When my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad, uh, I get worried. We like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because you'd be in jail. Breathing or, or, or speaking moistly on them. The woke church is a joke church. And so, in my state of the my state of the union, or state my speech to the nation. War. That's so funny. Good evening. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to the street beat. <laughs> listen to the sound pound. Listen or I kill you. <laughs> this is the Big Mike Show. Welcome back, everybody. Featuring Steve, Dave, and Becky. Becky, you haven't been here in so long. No, Welcome so back. Long. What was that that you just did? You look so different since the last time I saw you. Thanks. I'm... Your hair is completely artificial. My hair is bleached. I've got fake eyelashes. My <laughs> lips are done. You know what's funny about eyelashes? Maybe she's a clone. I mean, they look good. Maybe. They look good, but I've never met a dude that went, whoa, that chick would look so much hotter with bigger eyelashes. No, that's that's true, but <laughs> but I've, I've seen women with nice curly eyelashes, and it's just like, oh, wow, your eyelashes look awesome. Okay, if I had, like, plucked off all, all my eyelashes... <laughs> And I came here, you guys would think I look like a mole rat or something. <laughs> so they do make a difference. And the only reason I did we wouldn't it. wouldn't have said nothing. The only honestly. reason I got them is because I'm back to work in an office and I wanted to cut down my makeup routine in the morning. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Uh, your question earlier, Becky, where did that come from? Yeah, that what was that? Is a uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. From, oh. uh, I think, the Fresh Prince of Ballet. I don't think you're allowed to use that. Who cares? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Is there like a some sort of uh, trademarking? Yeah, copyright. We're not allowed to say things or anything. I think do so. Things anymore? How oh, weird! I really so, have no idea. Uh, like what that's this podcast is supposed to be like. So that uh, brings us to episode thirty. It's been a long road, guys. It feels is like it episode it's been, thirty. It's this is thirty. Oh my cool. Yes. So for that's hard to believe. It'd be it'd be even harder to believe if we actually stuck to a routine and got here on a regular basis but uh you know whatever didn't sit around eating for two hours before we <laughs> did it get too full to podcast yeah. well you know everybody uh feels better on a full stomach so right. i don't think so. Treats, though, so we'll begin yeah so if you all hear me crunching it's not <laughs> mukbang it's we're doing an <laughs> asmr yeah just <laughs> podcast. but uh number 30 this is a real special one uh, the reason being is because uh, everybody's seen what's been going on recently in this great country we call Canada, or what used to be great. It's still this average is. country. It still is great, but it's hard to the deal people with. are great. The weather mm-hmm. sucks. Um, you know, I could handle the, the weather. Weather communist dictator the running the show is a douchebag. Truck, yeah, yeah. I could handle the weather if I was allowed to travel somewhere. Well, yeah, but if you're, yeah, but this, yeah, true enough, I guess, but um, yeah, it's nothing, nothing to uh, be too terribly excited about it. I'm not. Seven months all. of winter. Mm-hmm. No. Which were five in months of bad sledding. The midst of right now, but uh, what episode was that we did a while back? Um, and it was about vaccine passports, and it was about every episode. 
No, this one was for <laughs> oh papers, please. Oh, papers, please. Yes, and we said this is what's coming, and now we've seen it. So, recently, and that was only in the summer, that episode. Yeah, it was. It was or fall, was last summer. or even fall. Like it wasn't long ago. Yeah, well, it was months ago. Yeah, it was quite a while. We said what was. Coming. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, off of this podcast, I mean, we've been talking about that forever. Well, let's listen to right. one little part of that specific podcast right now because it rings eerily true today yeah okay to classify people to put them through the little sieve and classify them all pile a is the vaccinated pile b is the the unwashed you know unvaccinated that is also evil idea to separate us at all for any reason, whether it's through the use of critical race theory or the use of vaccines or lockdowns, all of these things are ideas that are evil. Mm-hmm. You're trying to separate people. If you guys want to come together, the only way to do it is go get your vaccine if you want it, but don't push any kind of passport mandate. It's an evil idea. Mm-hmm. And it'll only get worse from there. And now's the time we have to stop it. If you're listening, you are the person who can stop this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we called it back in August. You guys lost. You didn't stand up for freedom. You didn't support. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. A lot of people came out in support of this trucker convoy. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. And today. are still supporting it yeah. and still standing not up for a it. a fringe minority. No. Yes. Millions. Would you have to call an emergency wartime act against a fringe minority? Like a few people? You wouldn't think so. No. Yeah. With children, women, children, right. bouncy castles and cotton candy. Yeah, cotton candy is terror. Coffee and hot chocolate Mm, sounds when they shovel and clean the streets. Yeah, it sounds like a a fair. Feed feed the homeless people. (laughs) Clean up the garbage. Sounds like a county fair. It sounds delightful. (laughs) Apparently, the people of Ottawa didn't think so. Mm, Uh, Here's what Justin. I wouldn't say that. I'd say the people of Ottawa. No, there was a lot of people in Ottawa who were supporting it. Well, I feel like if you live downtown, you hate it. But other than that. It's probably a pretty good time. We're in Canada and we have listeners outside of Canada and the whole world was watching what was going on. For with real. This. There was people in New York City, Americans protesting out in the streets, protesting against Justin Trudeau. Whoa. Right? My cousin's fiance down in South Carolina, he didn't know about the convoys, filled him in. He's a, a hard right. Right, uh, he didn't right know side. About it? No, we didn't know. They're you know, like the states, right? Well, <laughs> but and they're they're down south. But anyway, he he now like follows it all the time. So mm. every couple of days, he sends me updates. Like, oh, go way to go, Canada! You guys are making me so proud right now. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel proud too. There's all kinds of uh, countries that were having similar convoys. Yeah. They were starting australia yeah copycat convoys and it's great Um, new zealand too yeah so uh trudeau or castro whatever you want to call him he invoked the emergencies act which is a redo of the war measures act he wanted to be like his dad who invoked a war measures act not as not as biological it's not as biological (laughs) as stepdad yes back in the 70s to fight the flq which was uh, an extremist uh, quebecois group 
And they actually murdered and took hostages and, and things like that. So that's why Trudeau won invoked the War Measures Act. Since then, in the 80s, they changed it, and it was never meant to be uh, military on the street or anything like that, but it was only meant to be used in extreme circumstances where national security was or the lives of Canadian citizens were threatened. This is what Justin Trudeau, Office of the Government of Canada, tweeted out about the protests in Ottawa. The convoy took a couple weeks to get there. I'm mad already. They've been there for two and a half, three weeks. This is what he said. Listen, and then after I read this, I'm going to draw a comparison. Illegal blockades and occupations have threatened businesses, endangered jobs, and obstructed communities for three weeks now. This week, to restore public order and protect Canadians the situ as the situation evolves, our government invoked the Emergencies Act. Now, that draws an eerie comparison to something I'm going to say. Uh, lockdowns and uh, COVID measures have threatened businesses, endangered jobs, and obstructed communities for not three weeks, two years. Mm -hmm. yeah. This week, to restore public order and pre protect Canadians from their government, we are staging a peaceful protest in the city of Ottawa. And it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And it has been peaceful. No, it's three weeks now. Yeah, three weeks. Now. Yeah. The commandos people, right? Not a single person raised a finger against it. didn't break one window. It didn't look anything like Kenosha or, or, or St. Louis or, yeah. oh my God. or whatever. It or... looked nothing like any of those peaceful <clears throat> protests. That Justin Trudeau Castro supported. Yes. And the other funny thing... Uh, I saw a picture just today of him taking a knee in support of <laughs> uh, against police brutality. Yesterday, while yeah. four police departments, you got, I think it's four, it's at least three, the Toronto Police Department, the RCMP, it is four, the Ontario Provincial Police and the, Ont and the Ottawa Police Department, police, yeah. they all banded together. Under this, uh, formerly known as the War Measures Act, now known as the... Uh, Emergencies Act? Yeah. With their special powers and their batons. Today, I saw a video of mounted police coming in against a line. It reminded me of Braveheart. And, and the men and women on that, that line were, were saying hold the line and a lot of them were singing oh canada and the horses came in and they trampled an old lady mm -hmm. with a walker fractured her was, skull there was two people she there. died she no died. no she didn't die she didn't i die. thought she one of the ladies no, died. I, think, I think i think it was fox news was was uh put that out there mm -hmm. but i think it's you know it's just theater right they're trying to make things more you know, than what it is but i yeah, I mean, they there was two people like got trampled. She got yeah, was she terrible. was she was all bruised up and whatnot. She said she was going to be there today as well. So wow. So yeah, she's a, she's her. a tough I old bird. I thought she had her skull fracture. No, no. Okay, not what I heard. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, so, so the it, violence it looks pretty bad. Yeah, it was not pleasant. There's no doubt about it. The only violence that ever occurred during this entire protest it's it's a protest they call it an occupation because there's trucks blocking streets 
which is illegal, even though they left fire lanes, you can't mm. just can't do that. But the police already have that power to deal with that. They don't need a war measures act or an emergencies act, which the Trudeau government uh, used to freeze people's bank account to actually yeah. to actually pull insurance off of companies that had vehicles there to literally take to use uh, FinTrack to take Bitcoin away from mm -hmm. these people, right? Yeah, absolutely. They, just... they, this We live in a country now where the government can, if they don't like your political views, they can literally invoke an act that takes away your bank account yeah. and your livelihood. Yeah, the thing is, is that now it seems a little bit more obvious of them just taking your money, whereas they just do it anyway through taxation, which is... A complete this, scam in itself. For sure. But this is a but whole other level. Yeah, of course it is. It's because it just goes to show you how how embedded they are into the whole financial system so that the government can just find the person, whoop, freeze everything, and you have no say in it at all. And it's absolutely disgusting and makes me want to puke. 100%. And as we so often do on this podcast we will draw certain conclusions near the end or you know we'll paint a picture that shows you a certain reason why it's all happening there was um there was a post i was reading about um i think it was i don't know if it was a speech from nazi germany or whatever but it was what happened was exactly what took place you know in the last couple of days in ottawa exactly the same playbook yeah like it's it's absolutely unreal how uh, how how similar it was i read a really good uh it was a george orwell quote actually that rings true with what's going on uh today with uh a liberal government justin trudeau in the country of canada and uh it reads uh tyranny rules through fraud and force once the fraud is exposed all they are left with is force well that's right so that that's what they're so that, now that's what they're doing yeah they're they're using batons tear gas mm -hmm. uh pepper spray but trampling horses that's crazy to remove peaceful people one of the reporters from i think it's the true north I can't remember what it's called, True North Center, whatever. He got pepper sprayed and they recorded it all, like for no reason. Mm -hmm. Just you there. Know, uh, uh, what's, who's the girl from Montreal that reports for Rebel News? Blonde lady. Uh, no idea her name. Her with batons. Remember the press today, right? Wow. Remember the press. It's terrible. It was terrible. It's just crazy, like how much power the government actually has, right? You know, in the early stages of, you know, these last couple of years, well, they're just shutting down social media accounts, silencing people, swaying opinions by blocking out right wing views and boosting left wing views. But it goes so beyond that. But I, sorry, go on. Sorry to interrupt, Becky. We'll make that connection as we so often do mm -hmm. to big tech. Mm -hmm. Well, so remember, um, I had an Instagram account when our podcast first started. And it had like quite a few thousand followers. Yeah. And um, this is a week before the election, the American election. And I was really busy at work one day. I didn't have a chance to look at my phone. But when I finally did, Messenger was logged out. 
uh, Instagram was logged out and my online banking was logged out. And these are things that I normally like keep on. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't get back onto Instagram. I had to make a new account and I had to come to Dave's house here, make a new email address, be on his IP yeah, address and make a new Instagram. Facebook, I was never able to get um, Messenger again until I got a new phone like a year later. Mm-hmm. And my bank account, I had to like reset everything. But it like, why is that? Because I was posting stuff on social media. And how was that a, uh, attached to my bank account? Yeah. Like it's crazy. This is yeah. this is the whole point of uh, the QR code and the digital mm-hmm. ID and the passports. It was never about a vaccine. It was about these passports. Now, when you look at what is actually on or available to mm-hmm. someone who scans one of those QR codes, if they have the right user information, it shows if you're a firearms owner, it shows if you're a smoker, what? it shows what you earned last year, it, sh- oh, it shows what? everything about you. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I saw that. It was, and this is the whole it's thing. like, it's just, like, a, it's everything. But what you earned last year? Yes. Oh, yeah. Everything like, not a lot you. if you scan mine, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is all a movement, and, and this is very evident in a country like Canada that seems very peaceful. And, and for the longest time, whether it was liberal or conservative government, they, they were kind of in the middle and they'd kind of accommodate you know, both sides, there's a little bit of centricism Mm -hmm. going on, but now it's, it's extremism. It is nothing but extremism, Mm -hmm. especially with a guy like Justin Trudeau, who, you know, we've speculated before his father is actually Castro looks exactly like him. Speculated. Well, I think it's almost common knowledge now. (laughs) Let's pull a 23 and me on this guy. Yeah. Guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. But he he is so smug and so narcissist. Yes, he is a narcissist. Sociopath. So in the beginning mm-hmm. of this convoy, he called uh, these people who were part of this convoy. They just all they're asking for is the right to choose. He called them misogynists. He called them racist. racist. That's his go-to's, right? Um, so think about it like this: Trudeau wears blackface, but he calls you a racist. <laughs> Uh, Trudeau sexually assaulted Rose Knight, but he calls you a misogynist. Trudeau demonizes unvaccinated people, but he calls you hateful. Trudeau suspends civil liberties, but he calls you a Nazi. Mm-hmm. He's a sociopath and a manipulator. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what's going on here. Seriously, though. Now, there's yeah. a bigger picture, and it's a global picture. And it goes way back to um, Schwab's... Uh, 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 leaders close yes and we keep he's <laughs> another freak. reoccurring character on this podcast. well especially lately yes yeah, so mm-hmm. this goes back to 1992 where the wef i think was founded and they came up with the u.n agenda 2030 for uh, a global you know a global society well i think they it was originally a, um what was it agenda what was it? Agenda, agenda 21? 21. Yeah. It was yeah. originally Agenda 21 and they just changed the date pushed because it. they're because they were off by, you know, mm-hmm. they just pushed the date back a bit yeah. because they weren't getting where they wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. So young global leaders is is what Klaus Schwab, who is also the founder of the World Economic Forum, uh, developed. And Trudeau, guess what? This was, I think it was 92 or 95. Anyway, it was 
future global leaders who were under 40. They made one exception at the time, which was Angela Merkel, because she was 43. So this group of people, and let me read to you to some of who these young global leaders are. I will in a second. Uh, but when you talk to, or sorry, when you listen to what Schwab said in 92, when he launched this program, initially called Global Leaders of Tomorrow, he said a couple things that were kind of disturbing. But his whole, and we'll get to some of these quotes, but his whole point was to build a globe of influential leaders that could enact mm -hmm. his vision. And who does he stand for? Well, the globalist Satanist. Satan. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that's the direction we were that's going with the that one. We're going. It's always Satan, for yeah. sure. But anyway, that's that's just our view of them because they're a group of evil people who have, you who know, are Luciferians. Yeah, and we said it before. You don't have to believe in Satan. They do. to agree with this. Yeah. No, okay. Of course so not. Some of the members, and I'll just keep this. This is a short list because we got to get back to the the real, you know, subject at hand here, which is local to Canada, and you know being but viewed around is, the world this is part of the bigger picture it is yeah. it's 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 a global picture even though it's taking place right here so some of these members of the young global leaders were crown princess victoria of sweden crown prince hakon of norway crown prince frederick of denmark denmark prince jamie de bourbon de parme of the netherlands uh jacinda arden prime minister of new zealand who is also oh, having a very tough time and they're also having their own revolts right now and? right like this mm -hmm. like, let's not get things confused there is a revolt happening there is it's very obvious that you know the once you're standing up for the grasshoppers yes, yes yes absolutely and they never win they never win they all in the end they will always lose but we need everybody to support this because it's extremely important unless you want to wake up in your 300 square foot apartment and eat your cricket paste for breakfast and realize <laughs> you can't get to work because your electric car is miled out because you've used too many carbon credits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, do you, it, nobody wants that future. Mm -mm. You own nothing and be happy. That's a close Schwab quote mm -hmm. right from his great reset book. Mm -hmm. uh, Emmanuel Macron was one of these guys uh, from France. Of France. France also took it hard with the lockdowns. They forced the vaccination. Same thing here. And this is what this is about. We, we don't want forced. We want freedom of choice. We don't want mm -hmm. forced inoculations. All right. That's that's terrible. Well, yeah, especially considering they're experimental. Yeah. Uh, oh, Krista Freeland. Christia. Deputy Prime yeah. Minister of Canada, Christian Freeland, a was a member of this too. Oh, yeah. Can you believe that? Well, Coach Schwab recently said that there was like, he figured, what, 12 people in the Liberal cabinet who were basically, you know, on the side of the World Economic Forum. Yes, like, because they've, yeah. been, they've been groomed by them. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> shocker. <laughs> yeah, shocker. You mean the environmental guy? Yeah. Jack Ma, founder of Alibaba. Larry Page, <laughs> founder of Google. David de Rothschild, adventurer, Rothschild, adventurer and environmentalist. Yeah, right. Uh, Jimmy Whale, founder of Wikipedia. Jacob Wallenberg, chairman of Investor. Nicholas Zenstrom, founder of Skype. Mark Zuckerberg, founder of 
Faceberg. Faceberg? <laughs> Facebook. Facebook, Faceberg, Face, whatever you hmm. want to call it. Yeah. Anyway, so the, this, this is a cult, and this is the Build Back Better cult. This is the 666 cult. <laughs> and then when you disagree with their global vision or their local to Canada vision of you're all going to be forced to do this, you're not going to be able to travel, and truckers who sit in their truck alone all day can't cross the border. It has nothing to do with control of a pandemic. It has everything to do with control of the future of people's lives because mm -hmm. they yeah. need the digital ID that comes from the vaccination. That's what they need to ultimately control. For sure. So this is a cult of control. So do you think, what, what do you think was happening when the first week Ottawa protests were happening do you think klaus was like boy trudeau what are you doing boy you have powers you better enact them we don't remember we taught you that you don't care about the peasants you have one <laughs> singular peasants. focus and it is to crush them any dissent must be crushed use what your father did use the emergencies act get your police out there and kick the crap out of these people Oh, so disgusting! Guaranteed. I like just, just like when I saw that, when I saw that on the on the live feeds. You well, you wouldn't see. It. Did you see that on? Was that on the mainstream news? I doubt it. But anyway, what the horses? Oh no, they would. I just Google. Oh, sorry, I just ducked on Goda, and it's not anywhere. Oh, yeah, exactly. I've seen the video from multiple different angles. They yeah. won't put that. Just even though people Trudeau... just stand in there and just horses just come in and just run through everybody. And I mean. You know, like, as, as, I mean, I think probably, you know, part of it that makes me so pissed off is that, is that these people, all, all these police officers, they're supposed to work for us. Yes. Protect. They are us. Protect and serve. Isn't that what it's all about? Protect yes. and serve. You're not protecting anybody from anyone, from anything that's, that's happening out there because there's nothing, there's nothing going on that's, you know endangering anybody's lives or anything like that no and uh you know to suggest that you know that oh yeah well you know the the old adage oh yeah I, i'm just following orders yeah that doesn't wash it didn't work for the nazis it didn't work for the nazis especially the ones that were hanging at the end of a rope after <laughs> the nuremberg trials right so i mean it's just it's just it's just ugh. speaking of which <laughs> did you see trudeau call uh that uh, conservative, uh, Jewish Dane, conservative Dane MP. Lloyd? No, the, another lady with the short Melissa hair. Melissa Or Dane Lloyd was one who was. He was speaking about her, and he was, and he, because he's he's my MP yeah. in my yeah Parkland in, in Parkland there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he went off, and he was just like, wow, like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it was disgusting. Um, he's a scumbag. 100%. Yeah, so Juno called. He basically called Melissa Lansman a Nazi. And then she came unglued because she was a descendant of survivors of concentration camps. Yeah. She's a Jewish wow. MP. So like he has no boundaries and he has a playbook. You're a misogynist. You're racist. But he has the audacity to call someone else a racist. Like yeah, exactly. he in his like everything that he's doing is yeah. racist. Like yeah. up until well, yesterday when yeah, he made Mr. this Mr. comment, Mr. Blackface himself. Yeah, it, like, like as a leader, supposed leader, he's an absolute embarrassment 
to humanity. He is nationally. He's being blasted by international oh, yeah. news agencies, like all over the world. Media like, that's- like he's the type of guy that you should that you know. In the olden days, you know, in medieval times, they would be throwing rotten tomatoes and vegetables at him. Because, <laughs> the jester? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he he's just such a moron. He's a let them eat cake, then let them eat cake type of guy. He's the just, people have no bread, then let them eat cake. Yeah. Like he's just like Marianne. Or was that Marianne? Antoinette. Marianne Antoinette. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just that out of touch. But but the wow. point is, is he Sil- doesn't need Silver to be in touch. Spoon dynasty of his father i mean he, he never did anything i mean no, he's on. a drama teacher yeah right which is fine there's lots of good drama teachers out there but he's not a great human no he's disgusting and the only reason he's there is because he was the son of his father and well his and stepfather was, yes his stepfather <laughs> not his biological father and he was taken into the global leaders the young global leaders group by klaus because they yeah. had a vision for what's to come. And this is why this is why the convoy happened. And most people don't know this, but what they're really fighting about, what they're what they're really fighting for, at first it seems like, well, we don't want someone to tell us what to put in their body. We want that freedom of choice. But really, the, the real evil you're fighting against here is a control of an entire global population that's been playbooked and planned. For decades, that's what oh, you're yeah. really fighting decades for. Decades and here. decades. I mean, uh, we were talking about that on one of the podcasts before about Aaron Russo talking about, you know, when he was friends with uh, David. Was it David Rockefeller? I think it was David Rockefeller. Yeah, and we talked, so. told him what coming on, joining the Council on Foreign Relations, and then he said what was asked him what the goal of the Council on Foreign Relations was with the globalists or Davos, whoever you want to call them now. And he said it was to get every single person on the planet microchipped. Well, the vaccine passport, I mean, we've seen all the different aspects of what is in that passport for, you know, all the different information that you can get off of it. Mm -hmm. Well, all the people who are all in favor of the passport and everything else, it's not a far stretch for them to say, oh, you know what? You don't have to have that in your wallet here. We'll just stick Mm -hmm. this RFID chip in your in your hand or Perfect. whatever and don't boom. have to carry it around and it's like oh yeah that's so easy oh yeah you but know, that sounds great you know like that that's that's what it is it's like you yeah. start here it's and a, then it's it's a pre it it's a junior mark of the beast it's like it's, a yeah, it's like a preemptive like leading up to it and i always wondered like my whole life growing up as like a christian how is that even going to happen like how all of a sudden are you going to have Mark of the Beast yeah. and people like, yeah, I'll give up everything. We're there. Because, like, look how easy it was. Like, seriously, look how easy it was to have people give up all their rights for almost two years for, or yeah, for more than two years. For a bullshit fake pandemic. And they just exactly. fudged the numbers. And look how easy it was. Made everything worse. So they got control of the people through the media. Mm-hmm. They spewed a bunch of garbage that wasn't true. People ate it up and mm-hmm. caused fear. And the fear just made people just run run to them like they were the same. And you add social media on top of that where um, anyone can be the author of truth, whether or not it's actually well, true. But yeah, there's that, no reference like checking. Old, was it David Icke talked about it, the Hegelian dialectic? Where yeah, just, problem, reaction, solution. Yeah, it's like they create, create they create the problem and then they come in as the saviors. And people just like, oh, yeah, man, the government is here to... They love us. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. What in history has 
has the government, any government, I don't care who it is, you know, ever been in, in you know, had the best had interests interest. of the people. Yeah. Well, we've said it before. You know, like really. But governments traditionally, and, and this is anybody that studies history knows this, are the biggest mass murderers on the planet. There's only just a small handful of governments over the last century murdered 600 million people. I'm talking like maybe four or five different governments. Right. But by and large, they are all contributing to these great big oversteps. And it's all stems from this global plan. Mm -hmm. Do you know who else is a member who was a member of the uh, young uh, global leaders? Klaus Schwab's little... Bill Gates? Well, yes, he was. Yeah. But uh, Larry Fink. So let me paint you guys a picture. Larry Fink was head of BlackRock, which is the biggest hedge fund (laughs) in the Mm -hmm. world. It controls $9 trillion. Vanguard is also... Mm -hmm. Nobody knows how big Vanguard is because it's privately owned. It's not publicly traded. Right, but it's 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 considered to be comparable to yes BlackRock for sure. So yeah. Larry Fink and BlackRock, some of their biggest holdings are Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, AstraZeneca, companies like that. Their other big holdings are CNN, MSNBC, CBS. You guys, can you picture what that board meeting looks like? The board of directors, well, we use companies A, B, and C to pump up uh, the fear that companies D, E, F, and G will come, will to come save. in. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it's, it's not hard to see how the manip- manipulation is easily controlled. Yes. People go, oh, yeah, well, that'd be a conspiracy. You know how many people would have to be involved? Yeah. Not lots. very many. Well, there is lots, there though, is a lot behind the scenes. No, but, like, but the guys... I'm talking about the ones that the really few, know what's few, going the on. The few that are yes. pulling the strings are the guys at the top, and there's not that many. No, there isn't. There isn't. We've named some of them for right? sure. Um, so the overreaches yeah. here are extreme. Not only did they <laughs> invoke this Emergencies Act to uh, use FinTrack, which is Canada's you know anti-money laundering, terrorism, banking watchdog, they use FinTrack to shut down cryptocurrency, which has never been done in Canada for another terrorist group. They labeled the convoy yeah. a terrorist group. So we're talking ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, any of that. FinTrack has never been used to shut down their flow of cash in this country. Yeah. This is the first time. Then they use Bitcoin. Well, makes perfect sense. The, the day before they invoked the Emergencies Act, Sorry, let's back it up a bit. Let's go all the way back to the uh, go the GoFundMe, where they where they took uh, nine nine million dollars. That's almost ten million. That's insane. Well, they gave them a million. They 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 let oh, go generous and gave ten percent. And then they took the other nine million and said, "Sorry, we have to give it to charities." Right? <laughs> we decide. We decide where it goes. Well, it's like um, they sold it. Like, Was it the Clinton Foundation? Uh, I'll tell you about another foundation in just a second here. So what charity did they give it to? Uh, I'm not sure, but actually that's something we should dig into. We should, absolutely. But the other thing, before we get into another foundation, and this is a common tool used by these globalist elites to uh, launder money (laughs) to redistribute their wealth without being taxed. It's literally the car wash of the political elite world which we covered in 
great depth in the Haiti episode mm -hmm, during that crisis. Uh, but the other thing we wanted to talk about mm -hmm. when it comes to funding, crowdfunding uh, these truckers and this movement was the give, send, go debacle. Mm -hmm. So the day before yes. the uh, Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act, which might I add requires a parliamentary debate, mm -hmm. which didn't happen. Of all of the MDP, all the MPs, the, their abdication of duty by these MPs to even debate the, the, the grievous use of force by this government. They didn't even, they decided not to do it. We're just not going to do the debate, even though they've been doing, you know, Parliament uh, via Skype for two years. Mm -hmm. They, the reason yeah, they all used, of a sudden they can't do anything. Yeah. The reason yeah, okay. they used was because of, uh, the chaos downtown mm. at the parliament, the bouncy castle. They had done the it on candy. Skype the day before, had they not? Yes, they had. So the other, the other crowdfunding mechanism that was a total farce that happened the day before was Gifts and Go was hacked. Hacked, hacked. in quotations. Yeah. A lot of people would say, uh, you know, were the Russians involved? And, and the, the <laughs> Canadian... Is that a mainstream media yes, push? The Canadian... In Canada, if you're outside of Canada, we have uh, uh, the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which yeah. is funded by the government. It's, yeah, it's our, like the BBC, except in Canada. Yeah, it's our local propaganda mm -hmm. network. But right. Give, Send, Go was hacked. And this is the the a gigantic journalism overstep. The CBC published the names and addresses Addresses is always a do not go unless an event. Doxing someone. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what yeah, they did. That's pretty. Sweet. Of the people that donated money to this movement. That's Tucker Carlson. What do, you, what do you think of doxing? Yeah, it's te terrible. People show he had up to your move. house. Yeah, he had to move. So not only did they steal or shut down people's accounts, just randomly, if you donated to that movement, they brought in FinTrack something they've never done for any terrorist organization. And we're talking bouncy castles and cotton candy here. Let's be clear what we're talking about. Yeah. What we're really Super talking violent. about is political dissent. You know, it's people are sick and tired of this, but that is a travesty. They literally, are you guys not afraid that they could just shut down your livelihood? If you don't share the same political views as this globalist, psychopath yeah like it's like it's no are you not afraid it's, it's the social credit score yes china da. china da. yes 100 and this is this is the real root of what people are 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 fighting against here a lot of them don't even know it most of them just know i want freedom of choice mm -hmm. which is fine that's great but the real evil behind all of this mm -hmm. is a global movement and it is a global conspiracy mm -hmm. Do, do evil people sometimes get together to, so that they can come up with a scam to overpower the... Super evil. Yes. Yeah, of course so, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do the Evil billionaire from all the cartoons is real. Yes. And it's <laughs> it real. throughout history. But there's more than one of them. And it continues to happen. Yeah. So one of... We were talking about the Clinton Foundation, as we commonly do. But there's another foundation that we should talk about. And it's called the Trudeau Foundation. So one thing that I always found peculiar and also scary was that uh, the Trudeau liberal government had 
uh, inked contracts with um, uh, vaccine manufacturers and suppliers to the tune of uh, how many million vaccines? To 400 million. 400 million. Purchased with taxpayer money. Yes. 400 million. That's 10 per person. That's more than 10. More than 10. Because we got, what, more 30, 35 million in Canada? 30, 30, I think we're at 37. 37 or 8. So 10, 11 vaccines per, per person. person. That includes babies, children, your grandma. That's every single person here yeah yeah now times 10 why would you ever do that why would you ever need 10 vaccines per person for a what, what strain be that's reason? been eradicated what would be the reason for that do you think okay here's the reason hmm. here's the reason yeah i got it on my phone i'll read right. it yeah so uh in canada there's now there's speculation now dr robert malone talked about this because he knows the founder of this company the founder of this company which is called acuitous his name is Peter Cullis. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of MNRA technology, knows this guy. And this is where some of the speculation comes from. Justin Trudeau and his family's foundation, the Trudeau Foundation, holds roughly 40% of Acuitus, which manufactures a mechanic lipid used by Pfizer yeah, that's in the, the that's production. The, that's of the these lipid vaccines. nanoparticles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this company, which the Trudeau Foundation has invested in, yeah. supplies Pfizer with yeah. this lipid that they need to produce the product. So why would you buy 10 vaccines per person in your country? Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> yes. Well, that's when Dr. Malone came out and said there appears that there may be a major financial conflict on the interest part of Mr. Trudeau. Well, so, no you know, kidding. When you look at it, it's basically just taking... 40% of the, well, I mean, if you think 400 million, well, what, what is one of those, what is, what is the cost of a dose? Uh, I think it was around 11 or 15 bucks or something. Jeez. 40, 400 million times $15. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, six million, six, six billion dollars. Yeah. Six that's, billion dollars. That's just for starters. Like, that's yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, like, for real? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And that's that's coming from okay. we're paying that. So it, it benefits Larry Fink's BlackRock since they are invested in Pfizer for yeah, global, oh, absolutely. global governments to indebt their people to print money, which steals yeah. the invisible tax on the people, inflation. Inflation yeah, is at yeah. an all-time high in the States, it's at seven percent. It's five percent here, isn't it? Yeah, it's five five point one or something. Yeah, and it's the highest it's been in forty or I think well, forty years. Yeah, see, and people in the U.S. are complaining about the inflation, and they're paying uh, $3.80 a gallon. We're paying almost six dollars a gallon. Some people are paying more than that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this in Ontario, in, for sure. Yeah. This yeah. invisible tax on the people—it's a perfect crime. You use your your Federal Reserve in the states or your you know, central bank and yeah, wherever, yeah. wherever you are to, and you use your government, you create a crisis. You need to spend massive amounts of money, which creates inflation. You're taking money out of people's pockets. You're making their purchasing power less. A 7% inflation rate means if you leave a million dollars in the bank, you will lose half of it in nine years. Yeah. That's what that means. Wow. Yes. So, or half of its purchasing power will be lost in, in nine years. So we rob from the, they reverse Robin Hood. We <laughs> rob from the poor and, and give, give to, to the, the rich. rich. 
and they're all involved. Yeah, yeah. Larry Fink, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, Bear Shelves Biden. Of course he's involved. He's kind of senile now, so he probably doesn't even know what extent oh, he's involved. Um, but that ties into the Ukrainian thing if we're going to get into Bear Shelves Biden here. But we're not. Bear Shelves Biden. Are they called them Bear Shelves? Bear I shells. I didn't understand. I thought Biden. I missed something. Yeah. Bear, bear shells. Yeah. yeah. Bear shells. Yeah. So all of these build back better clowns, all of these 666 mofuckers are literally <laughs> stealing from you so that they can use your wealth to pay to control you. Yeah. It's decimate, decimate the economies that of each it's respective country completely wipe it out like the last two years is done in here here and in the u.s and other you know european countries australia new zealand same bloody thing germany france all if we we go back just to smash them yeah back create, create inflation so that it's insane people can't you know pay for you know just basic necessities not with that kind of inflation you know and it's all it's in just the name like, again of humanitarianism always spend this money <laughs> to save you yeah. we've said this on so many episodes like they oh. do so much in under the guise of humanitarianism under we're making the world a better place we're saving the environment we're making it a safe place for your kids it's yeah it's, it's 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 basically anything they say they are doing they're, they're doing not. they're actually doing the office absolutely um how about your uh utility bills this month anyone have an insanely high one? Oh yeah they're outrageous that core bill is outrageous gas has gone up to it's insane gas. but all i know all i know but isn't is like 30 percent of this carbon tax on top of it yes that, yeah yeah of course that, that plays a role in the carbon too. tax the evil carbon we're carbon so we're evil too. Well, it's the war on carbon. It's the war, war on the, you. The war on plants, the war on people, the war on everything. Now, we need to find a better way to live. That's a given, right? But Fair. the way to do it is not through this globalist pedo cult. And when I say <laughs> that, that might sound a bit extreme, you guys. No, it's not. But let's look at who some of or at least one of Justin Trudeau's friends, uh, one of his close, lifelong friends. Um, he was his college roommate. His name... And fellow teacher. Peter? His, no, not Peter. The other his guy. His name is Christopher Charles... Ingvaldson. Ingvaldson. Yes. Mm -hmm. now, oh, I'm thinking of Peter Dalglish. Now, this Another guy, one. he's been friends <clears throat> with this guy since college. And in 2018, he was arrested... This this Christopher guy was arrested before 2018, but in 2018 he was convicted of uh, uh, child porn, and he was in fact erecting an international ring of, of he was. pedos trading in this you know this terrible thing, this child pornography. So him and Trudeau, Trudeau and Charles were college roommates together. Chris and Christopher Christopher Charles, Charles. Christopher, Christopher yes. Charles and they both obtained teaching degrees and then they both went on to teach at the uh, prestigious private school uh what was it West West Point Gray Academy after that and during the time they were there teaching 
two sets of parents. Now, these are rich families that send their kids yeah, to this school. It's a rich Vancouver. private school. Yeah. Two sets, two separate sets of parents were murdered, gunned down. Wow. Yes. Strange. Now, that's during the time they were teaching there, right? And he's been lifelong friends with this pedo. So, I mean. Birds of a feather. You flock together, man. So, it, it's it blows. The more I look into this, the more corrupt it gets. And it, yeah, and I'm not just saying corrupt; it's pure evil. Oh yeah, well that's it's you know it's the Luciferians. They mm -hmm. they don't give a shit about people in general. Right? No, 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 they don't. You know, like like for some warped reason, they think that they are above us, and they. Just, we all need, what was that, what was the, uh, you know, what they, oh, what, useless eaters, is that what they called it? Yeah. It, it's time, for, I think it was the Queen, or was it Prince Charles, one of them was talking about, oh, it's, it's time for, to get rid of the, the useless eaters. Yeah, and I think that quote originally came from uh, H.G. Wells book. Oh, We're really? just talking about a dystopian future, and... Was talking about the useless eaters and it was talking about depopulation yeah and murdering 90 like, of the planet you know what it was a fiction book and but. you know what and you can see it in a lot of movies that are that are portrayed where earth earth is earth is massively overpopulated and oh my gosh we can't we can't take care of all these people and blah 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 and, you know it's almost like we're it's it's like the um uh the avengers um endgame endgame and thanos just he's like i'm doing I'm, I'm doing the world a favor by killing all these people or the universe or whatever this, this is who you're dealing with these are the people that yeah. invoke the emergencies act and, and trample old ladies with walkers with yeah, horses absolutely because they're afraid and this all this goes back to uh, the, the bolshevik revolution what the royals in europe were afraid of when they saw the bolshevik revolution murder the russian royal family they thought well that could happen to us yeah and that was that's a different episode but it gets into the reason world war one and two started and all yeah. that but but this is who we're dealing with so straight up straight up psychopaths mm -hmm. yes. is it psychopaths or more sociopath it's like it's sociopath. sociopaths well, it's like they have zero zero empathy, empathy for anyone I think if we really knew everything that they were involved in, we'd lean more towards psychopaths. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but even like even these people would not hesitate to like just off a member of their family if they got ahead. But these are these are elite families with right? with pure bloodlines um, that have children MK'd from an early age, SRA'd from an early age, right? Yeah, yeah mutually abused so that they have zero empathy so they lack that cognitive function or that the feeling in their brains where they you know yeah right. feel yeah. something can't feel something. they're a narcissist yeah yeah and it's sad because it's no fault of their own that's right but where do the reptilians fit in they don't they're not real <laughs> not, not oh, in this episode. they're demons they're, totally, they're not aliens they're totally real. Mm. Uh, tomato tomato so <laughs> <laughs> so I want everyone that's listening to sit back and ask yourself, not what you believe politically, but because people tend to put themselves in thought boxes and then they automatically knee jerk disagree with the other thought box. 
that yeah. is not their own. But get rid of all that mentality and ask yourself one thing is what is happening with the use of the Emergencies Act right? Is it necessary? No, absolutely not. If they didn't enact it in 2014 when there was that uh, attack on Parliament, they didn't enact it even during 9-11 when that very well, like our, uh, Ontario is not too far from New York. Like they easily could have been scared for Canadians yeah. as well, right? Yeah. They didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the, the bottom line is that this this whole thing is about good versus evil. And it is. It's not. It's not, you know, Republican versus Democrat or liberal versus conservative. He know. and she versus they them. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, <laughs> Sorry, it's good it. versus evil. It and is. You know what? That's why you're I seeing saw, so much saw, unification between people. People yeah. you would never expect. Remember when we went to the rally, the the kinds of people we saw there? Everybody. It was a real mix, young, old, um, all different colors. We saw Muslim women who you could only see their eyes. They were completely covered um, and they were with the jabs and burqa, and they were there protesting, and it was amazing to see that yeah. sort of uh, diversity. But yeah, like when you talk to people who have lived in a mm -hmm. communist country, like, you know, when they were, they were kids, like there's this uh, a Polish uh, guy, you know, and he, he talked about it. He remembers it when he was a kid. They... He said, if, if you had to live through that, there's no way mm -hmm. that you would could accept what is going on right now. No. I have a German friend that I work with, and uh, he was in Germany. He was in East Germany. Uh, he grew up in East Germany as a kid when they had the wall and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was chatting with him the other day, and he said, this is turning into that. Yeah. Wow. 100%. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. A friend of a friend. She's from Tanzania. Yeah. And she's been calling around to um, police stations and um, whoever she can, who will listen, basically saying, like, I escaped this and yeah. I come here for a better life. And this is what's happening now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you crazy. imagine being one of those no. cops? No. It, you know, they, they must be in such a hard position because I'm sure majority of them are on the same side that most of us are. I'm sure many of them went home and but they want to have as disgusted as they ever have. Just think, the think, yeah, yesterday. can you imagine um, what this would do to the psyche of somebody mm -hmm. who was basically, well, forced into doing this? I mean, and I'm using that term loosely. Um, it's either, you know, do this or lose your job kind of thing. Well, um, let's look at this on a smaller scale. Look at Dave and I, who both were told, get vaccinated or lose your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of people have been told that, right? Yeah, exactly. A lot of people. That's the whole point of the show. Yeah. Is a lot of people are being told this, whether it's healthcare workers, mm -hmm. truck drivers, it doesn't matter, construction mm -hmm. workers, whoever you are, a lot of people are being told this. Yeah, and it, yeah but the thing is, that we all know that they're, they're saying – get this because it's for your health when in fact all the data now shows that is that's complete it's AIDS. bullshit it's aids it's yeah like you know you get the booster you might as well just sleep with magic johnson say? can we do a quick memorial here for someone who's a reoccurring character on this show a very famous doctor Mont 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 Montaigne or okay, Luke Montaigne 
Lawrence. Uh, yeah, yeah. Beginning of February. Nobel Prize winner. Yeah, the guy that we did a show about him a couple of, a couple episodes ago. He discovered HIV. He co-discovered HIV. He won a Nobel Prize for it. All right, and he's been uh, vocal. Yeah, he's been vocal the whole time. Whether it was him saying the vaccines are causing the variants. Now, we're not saying this is true or not true. We're not agreeing with him or not agreeing with him. But I would tend to listen to what he would have to say and think critically about it. So, and he's been against a lot of this stuff right from the beginning. Uh, at the beginning of February, he came out and he said, uh, if you have had a booster shot, you should go get an AIDS test. And as we learned from the AZT AIDS episode was the, the test that they use for AIDS is really just measuring your, your T cell, T -cell count. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really the difference. Yeah. You're positive with H or AIDS. You're not positive. It's based on your, your T cell count. So he, he died on the 8th of February, mm -hmm. only a few days after he came out and said this. Yeah. So we reach a lot it's of... It's pretty convenient. Yeah, we make a lot of reaches in this show. A lot of people who speak out end up dead. Yeah, they end up That's suicided. That's for sure. He didn't commit suicide. What a heart attack, probably. Probably a heart attack. There's no such heart thing as a heart gun. attack. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe myocarditis or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was an older gentleman, for sure. Yeah, he but... was old. Yeah, he was in his 80s, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. But very, but very convenient. convenient timing, for sure. I mean, can you imagine if Carrie Mullis was around these days? Oh, oh. man, he would have. The inventor of the PCR oh. test, also a Nobel Prize winner. He would have. And a Fauci hater, enemy of Fauci. Fauci. He already did. He had for 30 well, years. Did. Yeah, I know, but he would, like, he would have not held back i mean he already said how hmm. basic waste of skin he was well, he'd probably be rolling over his grave over the east oh PCR absolutely tests, oh uh, during this pandemic back to well, you know like the, main, the mainstream media made it sound like well the pcr test is the the test, the test. it's the one and only you know so accurate seconds, you'll get a positive test every time so accurate it can detect it in a bottle of coke and a papaya <laughs> so abc news i just i quickly searched up uh, luke montagnier mm -hmm. abc news which you all know fake news right yeah french researcher luke montagnier who won a nobel prize in 2008 for discovering the hiv virus and more recently but he won the nobel prize in 2008 oh, okay yeah yeah for discovering HIV virus and more recently spread false claims about coronavirus has died at 89. Like spread they, they list claims. these like accolades that he has. And then they're just like, also what a piece of garbage he also, is. He's a bullshitter. To and he's dead. And I'm glad he's dead. Right? Like ABC. Oh, come on. Yeah. One of the biggest, you know, most important things anybody could do to you know deal with all this nonsense that's going on is just turn off your turn off your TV. Legit. And and keep just get, keep get protesting. Away, get away from We've seen him in Calgary, we've seen him in Edmonton, we've seen him in literally every major Vancouver, city. Vancouver. Keep doing it. Don't let the movement die. Keep doing it. They can't they can't use cops and horses and tear gas and stun guns and batons. On everyone. They can't do it. Bank account freezing. And so I have a question for you guys, because this has been a hot debate between me and my group of quote unquote conspiracy friends. Yeah. We're in the group right. chat. Not conspiracy, by the way. But um, so free we're all thinkers. chatting. Free thinkers. Yeah, absolutely. 
we're all chatting about what do you do? Like a lot of these girls in this group have donated to uh, GoFundMe or Give, Send, Go. A lot of them are a little worried. Like their bank accounts are going to get frozen. They're very public about posting things, which they said that they're targeting people who post on social media yes. to freeze their accounts as well. And like I said earlier in this episode that oops, that I am telling you right now, when I was posting conspiracy things against or for Trump, they shut down my bank account or closed my bank account. Anyways, they're saying, what do we do? You mean Some your of the, social media account? What did I say? Bank you said bank account. <laughs> no, when they, when they had me all logged out of all my online banking, everything, and I had a hard time getting back oh, in. Oh, right. I'm yeah. telling you, they are all linked. Yeah. So yeah. it must be in that fine print except that, oh, hey, you can access my bank account. Anyway, so it's been a debate among the group here. Do you take out all your money and have it in bank cash? Room? You have it in cash at your house. Well, if this is 2000 or uh, 2000, World War II, when paper money is means nothing and you're burning it for heat. Like what if or that happens? The Weimar Republic. That's Germany at the end of World War One. Oh, World War One. Hyperinflation. Weimar. Yeah. Anyway. Look at Venezuela. Yeah, that's the most recent one. Turkey's going through one right now. Venezuela's insane. So a 7% inflation rate's getting there, right? So mm -hmm. during a hyperinflation, the average price of goods that you need to survive doubles every two days. Milk is two dollars on Sunday. It's four dollars on Tuesday. On right. Thursday, yeah, it's eight dollars. It is and then crazy. The shelves empty because the farmers, the the cost of goods they need to produce their goods is lagging. They they can't afford to produce anything. So that's where you get bare shelves Biden, and you get empty yeah. shelves. People starve. They start burning. Well, maybe maybe this is the beginning of a hyper that they want i think that's the point right of course it is so anyways yeah and that's where we get the digital global currency yeah of course yeah of course yeah. so that they do... can completely control problem reaction solution oh how convenient <laughs> carry on becky so do you take all the money out like sorry end of world war one pardon my ignorance do you take out all your cash and have it under your mattress do you put it all in crypto do you Take all your money out and buy metals with it. Gold, it's silver. Always money. That's better. What is the solution? Gold, silver is always, always valuable. Mm -hmm. Always. Let me tell you one thing. The richest person of all is he or she who can live well without money. Yeah. So, oh, of course. Buy land, buy tools, buy, <clears throat> buy, mm -hmm. build things, build. Be a friends farm. with tradesmen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <buddy. laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. Because. If you, if you got back to roots, the way humans were meant to live, we're not meant mm -hmm. to live like this. This is a parasitic society yeah, based on uh, falsities, based on a, a false economy. A, a lot of the, the high earners. the matrix. Yes, the <laughs> high earners say traders. They're not producing no, an actual not. product of any value, right? So, no, they're using, they're using all of the worker ants' money. And leverage, the yeah. magic of leverage. Yeah, exactly. It's all mm -hmm. fake. We live in a fake economy. It's getting worse with the metaverse and all this mm -hmm. bullshit. They literally want you in your 300 square foot apartment with your Oculus headset on, eating cricket paste. <laughs> with, it's cold because you can't turn on the heat because you're out of carbon credits. So you sit in front of your virtual fireplace. Producing nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And getting your... You're getting your uh, $250 a month of basic income. Yes. 
Then you are completely reliant on government. Now, here's something else that, and I'm reaching again because we do that on this show. All these things Mm -hmm. that are designed to dumb down society, television, uh, fluoride in your drinking water, all of this stuff. Blue screen. Chlorine in your water. Yes. Uh, Chemtrails. Right. (laughs) All that stuff. It's made to dumb you down because a dumbed down society is reliant on government. So society reliant on government is completely controlled. So learn something, become more independent. Mm-hmm. Independence is key. Mm-hmm. So, oh, absolutely. But when they so, make independence that's, so difficult because this is a society, like, yeah, your generations, tradesmen, absolutely. But look at the younger generations. Like a lot of them are preferring the university route because according to teaching in high school and, yeah. and whatever is you need to get a university education yeah, in order that's, to that's raw that's even look at work right now how, on an institution. how hard is it at work to just find apprentices it's impossible. it's impossible why because these pubes can work at walmart for 18 bucks an hour mm-hmm. and work whatever x amount of hours a day and they don't get yelled at by an angry old foreman so if you got anything to say about this whole movement Keep going. Truck in A Canada. Truck you, Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, thing that, the thing that really bugs me, like when we're talking about, you know, controlling everybody's money and controlling, you know, what you buy and sell and everything else, um, the idea of being self-sufficient is, is, you know, here in Canada, they got you by the balls. For real. Like, Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Well, you consider it an extremist if you even want to be independent completely. Yeah, but the thing is here, though, they've got you because it's so effing cold. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't, you know, if you wanted to, you know, be self-sufficient and, you know, have your fruits and vegetables. You have and such a have, small season, you, small you window have, to like, do it. You have four months to do it. And the odds of you mm-hmm. being able to produce enough and store enough and have it and fro- freeze it and whatever, dry it, whatever. It, it's it's like such a yeah. massive task to do that. Mm-hmm. So in order to control us, it's not, it's not, it's that, not that hard. hard. Not to mention how expensive right. it is in Canada. Everything is expensive in Canada. To buy a house is expensive, gas expensive, yeah. food expensive. I was just expensive. looking at, looking as I was driving in here, I'm looking at, um, oh, single, single family starting, starting at 380. Yeah. Like this is just gonna start her home for almost four hundred like thousand dollars. It's like probably a 1,400 square foot house. Yeah, it's, like that's it's, why I feel for the <clears throat> younger people. And this is why socialism looks so appealing to them, because, yeah, because you don't like have to work nearly as hard, and you get the same. I actually explained to the girls yesterday, my children, nine and eleven, about socialism because. My kid wanted, I don't know, she had a treat. And then she's like, well, I just share it with London, even though it was mine. And I was like, that's right. And I was like, how mad did that make you that you worked really hard for that treat? And your sister didn't do anything to earn that. Yeah. I'm like, your sister didn't do anything to earn that treat. And yet you shared it with her because I asked you to. Like, how did that make you feel? She's like, I'm mad about it. And I'm like, yeah, you're mad about it. And that's socialism. And I was like, it looks appealing to someone like your sister who got the cookie for free. But for you who worked hard, it's not a good deal. And I said, but on the other hand, you know, for someone like your sister, she didn't have to do anything for that cookie. So like, 
Heck yeah. I'm going to vote for a system like that. So I think that's what makes it so appealing to these younger generations because it is so hard. I'm 35 and I'm in a boatload of debt and I've never bought a house. And it's just a difficult environment to do it in. You know, I was listening to um, Dan Bongino. His, one, of, one, one of his video clips that he had on, and he was talking about the dictatorship that is occurring um, in Canada right now. And he's and he was like, this, what is going on right now, seizing bank accounts, you know, you're not, you're not able to speak or assemble or do anything. 100% dictatorship. And he was 100%. saying, he's saying people, he says, it's going to get worse. He says, get your money out of your banks. That's what I'm saying. You know, just take it all out before they, they just take but it. But how do you pay bills then on that? You, we you don't create something without bills. You, like a life without yeah, bills. You, okay, Dave. You detach yourself from the system. Yeah. You, you get out of the matrix. You have to. You have to get. You have to get out of the. This is the, this is the matrix. This whole mm-hmm. this whole bullshit society that they got everybody thinking that that's what they need. That's the matrix. This is a control system that they're just making more and more. You know, controlling. So, would you suggest then just pulling out all your money and then for you know, those of us who still have bills who aren't going to go completely off grid like you two, apparently, <laughs> like just to deposit the amount that you need uh, on the day it's going to come out. Well, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> well, no financial advisor is going to tell you, yeah, you pull out all your money. Oh, my friends. Well, people were in BC are. for sure. They are. My friend lives in, I don't know, OK Falls in BC and, and she was at her bank in Penticton. And they said that they couldn't keep up. So many people were pulling out their money and they didn't have enough cash in the system. Yeah, so that's called a bank run. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the banks shut down and they mm-hmm. say, sorry, we can't keep bank your holiday. Money. We don't have it. Well, and you're like, no, give me my money. And they mm-hmm. won't. And they won't. And you're like, okay, we'll don't. burn this bitch to the ground. <laughs> right. But TD was down the other day, BMO and CIBC. They were all down the other day for okay, what so reason? this is what started the dirty third. Mm-hmm. is a lack of confidence in banks people lined up to pull their money out and the banks shut down because they they didn't have it mm-hmm. under a fractional reserve banking system yeah. they only have a tenth at most now it's about 40 to one you, you have one fortieth of what people actually probably, wow probably less than that. deposited in, in your institution oh my gosh yeah. um but can you imagine well who has faith who has faith in the banking system now Knowing, knowing that the government is just going to say, oh, you, Too just, bad. you disagree with it. Your social credit score is shit, so bye. we're taking all your money. The only oh, people bye. that have faith in the banking system now are the shareholders because they know they're too big to fail. Yeah. Right? That's it. So yeah. Too big to fail, but... Keep up with the protests. Realize mm-hmm. what this thing really is, what's really going on here. It is a globalist movement. That you need to oppose. There needs to be an yeah. This isn't just movement. this isn't just fringe minority can, Canada thing. This no. has bigger implications. And and we've been such a role model for other countries who like Australia has been going through the garbage for a year now, and they hadn't stood up in the same way. Like and and people around the world are surprised that Canada is actually like this because everyone expects us to be very passive and accept what's happening but no but if you yeah and if you see what's been going on with the protests you realize how you know how well behaved and you know 
but unfortunately unfortunately any media coverage international media coverage that happens about the protests or the convoy is not going to be accurate it's not going to be in entirety but i mean but let's say you're not a quote-unquote conspiracy person you live on the other side of the world and you see that your news is showing the convoy but it's showing the negative parts of it, right? The one guy with the swastika or... That was a Trudeau plant. That was of course it was. Photographer. That guy Duh. was the only guy wearing a mask in the entire crowd. <laughs> and he, he's a ginger and he is Trudeau's photographer. Yeah. Look him up. That's who No that way. Was. I yes. didn't know That's that. Right. They're, they're, right. offering, they're offering... Uh, there's a... Trudeau North Media is offering uh, $6,000 to nice. whoever can figure out who that person is, because wow. that's not welcome in this movement Mm-mm. at all. That, that's a plant so that he can, Trudeau can sit up there and, and call people Nazis. You got Sikhs in that. But did you see him you nod got, to him too? He's looking out at the crowd or whatever when it, he had, was chatting and he like nodded to the Nazi, to the swastika guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you know there's there's here's a little tidbit. Maybe we'll do the something about this on the next episode. Um, did you did you know that John Luke Brunel was found hanging in his cell? An oh, Epstein guy, right? Yeah, Epstein's pimp yeah. or whatever. You yeah, want to call the cameras him. were turned off and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were they again? Yeah. Man, they really need to get their. He was found hanging his cell, but there was no video evidence. No way. Yeah, yeah. So it's you a matter know, of time. So the CBC could tell us who donated to give, send, go, but they can't tell us who used Jelaine Maxwell's services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the world we live in. Keep trucking, Canada. Mm-hmm. And the rest Absolutely. of the world, keep going too. Yeah. Keep the pressure on.